Bing bong. Yo! Boys are back. Yo! Hey, guys! Uh, uh, uh. Did you have a good weekend? It's Monday night after football, and Fox NFL Sunday's kicking it off. You know what it is, everybody. What's up, guys? It's the All Day Everyday Show. With All Day AJ and the homie Manny Ruffin in our NFL Week 12 reactions. Week 12? Powered by Dimers. And okay, guys, you may you may have guessed it. What are we gonna be promoting today? It's the old faithful, as Manny says. Bet MGM. Head over to www.dimers.com backslash ADED if you would like to support the show. Bet MGM is bet twenty dollars and win a hundred dollars in free bets, which is a really good um, offer there. I actually had a couple friends get onto Bet Bet MGM today, and the reason why is like Manny says, it's old faithful, it's Absolutely. old reliable. And if things happen to players like Derrick Henry and they get out for the season for multiple different injuries, what do they do? They credit you with some free bets mm. back in there if you if you bet on those. So good little book there if you want to have some fun. Bet MGM, go support the show. We're in NFL Week 12, and we just had a wild Monday night game, and that's exactly where we're going to start. The Seahawks visiting Landover, Maryland to take on the Washington football team in a game that was minus one and a half for the Seahawks after back-to-back busted up games for Russell Wilson. And what does he do? He does not show out for the team, um, in my opinion, because... Showing out, yeah, you had 252 touchdowns. That doesn't matter to me, bro. We didn't get the win. Washington 17, Seahawks 15. I mean, it's it's a big, scrappy win for for a football team. They come off of two straight wins straight up as an underdog. They beat the Bucs, right. and they come around and beat the Panthers. I'm thinking there's no chance they win three in a row. They're not that real, but I can get in the playoff. They're not that a, real. This is just a fluke team, and they come out and they play good football. I'm just more concerned of why aren't we targeting DK Metcalf until 62 seconds left in the ballgame? Okay, they're rolling coverages over his side. Okay, they might be double-teaming him at some points. Okay, they're getting a little bit physical about the line. Yes, there's a safety hanging over the top every time. I understand it, but, I mean, look at Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. It gets to a point in the game where we're we're down. We're so staggered on offense. I mean, fo- the football team's had, like, six-minute drives. We've had turnovers. It's like I've got to force it to my best guy at some point. Like, I, I've seen I've seen Rodgers force in at Devontae Adams when he's been double-covered. It, it, it doesn't make like, – 62 seconds left in the game. you got his first target. Right. Well, for we me, can't, can we, we can't run the ball. We're only we're only hitting Lockett on crossers. Lockett only has three catches on all crosses. I think for maybe four. Where's the deep? There's one third. There's one third down. Huge third down in the game. It's the third quarter. They're down eight points. They run a simple stick concept. On one side, they have two slants. On the right side, they have DK Metcalf on a stick, and then and the, on the outside, runs runs the corner off. DK is wide open. The slot the slot corner falls. We go try to force it. To the double slant side and absolute blanketed coverage, and DK just walks to the field like I. This fucking guy just hates me. I don't know what the fuck. I don't know what I did during the three week absence. Did I suck? I mean, he hasn't had fifty receiving yards in three weeks. I think it's four now. Well, I the last I thing just don't, I, I to just highlight, don't understand. I don't know. I had to highlight uh, the touchdown early on in the. I think it was towards the end of the first half, and then the cash is the first half bet for the boy. It cashes the first half bet, and then. They're kicking the extra point. It was blocked and returned for two. It's now 9-9 instead of 10-7. What? That was like the craziest yeah, like like turn of events. This is probably one of the most like action-packed 17-15 games. This was a, there was yep. a pick that was on a huge hit by Quandre Diggs. Jamal Adams picks it off. Next drive, Alex Collins turns it over. Landon Collins fumble. with a peanut. Great force fumble. Yep. I mean, this game was this was an action-packed game. It, it was way more than a 17-15 scoreline. Yep, Monday night. Uh, let's go to Sunday night now. A, a divisional matchup here in uh, in the bank. The Ravens hosting the Browns. Uh, we got to take note of these divisional games. We've talked about it last week. We saw this TikTok. These divisional games after Week Ten are under 
matchups every day of the week. And here we are, 16 to 20. I mean, 16 to 10, a total of 26 here in this Ravens game. This The under was 47. So, I mean, next week, I'm telling you guys right now, next week, look and find what the divisional matchups are and take the under. Every single game, there's six or seven of them next week. Take the under. Ravens 16, Browns twenty. Or t- Browns 10. This is another classic game. We've had plenty of these games where we're like, did, did someone want to win this game? Like, Wait, we right. actually generally don't know. I put the bet in for Ravens money line. I'm... I promise. That was a live bet. I've never watched a game so stress free thinking there's no way this bet loses. Baker Mayfield's limping. He's grabbing his heel. He's grabbing his shoulder. I think they lost. Jack Conklin goes down. Lost another player early in that game. He's out for the season, too. He's out for the season. Pairs off for him. I'm thinking there's no way we we lose this bet for the. Let's go, Ravens. Pick. Okay, it's cool. Lamar, we bounce back. We've seen that. Baker throws one. Come back, Lamar again. I think first pass. Pick. All right, all right, Lamar. We see Kansas City. We saw this exactly. This it's all right, Lamar. We we I think we got a three and out. Come back again, get a drive going. Pick Mar, bro. Like I I I he's I I listen. Lamar Jackson's probably my he's easily my favorite player to watch. One of my favorite players to bet on because he will take you out of the game and he'll bring you right back into that motherfucker and lead it for the dub. I, I like, like I said every week, they just find ways to get a dub. Mark Andrews, big day. That defense continues to play well. For some reason, I'm Baker, done. For some reason, Baker just try to keep testing Marlon Marlon Humphrey, which I don't understand. But they keep they keep rolling. I'm pretty sure what is that eight and three for them, nine and three for them now. So they're moving their top to AFC. They'll continue to. Carry I'm this done thing. with. Uh, I have to come back on my LeBron. My LeBron. What the hell am I? I'm, I'm ready to go to LA. <laughs> I'm ready to go to LA. Uh, I'm done with my Lamar MVP picks. And predictions. Yeah, it's tough. After four interceptions yesterday, I can't back you after that. And I've, I, I have been, I, I've been a big backer. But, it, but it's, I can't now. I'm done. I'm I, done. Under, under, understandable, but I'll say this: it, like it, the same, at the same token, you say that the Casey gave me those two bag picks, and he brings you back with a jump pass to win the game. Like, right. and, and, and it's what he does. It's just he's that kind of player. He makes the mistakes. He comes back. He forgets about it right next play. But four picks, we just can't be having that. Right. Lamar. And we and in, in, a, in a divisional matchup, I mean, that was the game they should have lost. But they get the dub. It's just insane to me. Next divisional matchup, the Bengals hosting the Steelers in a beatdown, beatdown, beatdown. Yeah. Bengals and the Burrow boys, 41, and the Steelers, 10. In arguably what Stephen A. Smith said this morning on ESPN, <laughs> Mike Tomlin's worst game as a Steelers head coach. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I, they're, but at, to be honest, like when the Bengals are playing the way they're supposed to be playing, that's their team is completely out, outmatched. The fact that that team is five, six, and one right now is Mike Tomlin. Like you're doing all you can do. Joe Mixon, we need to get louder about him. More credit. To I him. was I was saying his name earlier on in the season, but we need to get loud now. Thirty yeah. carries again, hundred hundred yards again, a touchdown again. Probably has the best touchdown celebrations in the league. I don't know if you guys have been paying attention. He had the one when he, I think it was his last touchdown. Had the whole group out there. They're in, out there hitting the election. Style. I like those I like, orange right, jerseys, go, too. Go, those go are ahead. fire. It's, it's, it's big for them to get those when Joe Burrow doesn't have to do anything. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yes, he, he had to get a rushing touchdown. I'm gonna, no, and yes, he hits T. Higgins for a couple of big plays. But besides mm-hmm. that, like, we don't have to do much. Joe Mixon's carrying, carrying the load for us, and it's just another big win. We were co- really concerned about the Bengals when they had a little skid because it was like, all right, they started off the first five weeks super hot. They kind of fell off a little bit. Let's see how they end the season. That's a big win for the Bengals. All right, let's head to the Colts hosting the Buccaneers and – Another team, another alliteration here. Brady and the boys, they were able to get back into it despite the late Jonathan Taylor touchdown with the guy, if you guys saw on social media, the guy that said, run the ball, run the ball. What'd they do? They decided to run the ball, get Jonathan Taylor some more carries. He gets in the end zone, but the uh, the late surge from the Colts can't get them on top. The Bucks 38 and the Colts 31. This is one of those games where I, like, 
it's at one o'clock, and the whole time I'm watching the game, it's just so good. I'm like, why is this game at one o'clock? Because this thing it affects the four o'clock. No one thought Sunday night football for this game. This game was right. nasty. Like playoff Lenny, four tuds. Right. I had a bet in Tom Brady two touchdowns and Tim Beto, and I just like Lenny got four of them. It's all good. Yeah. Antoine Winfield absolutely mosses Michael Moss. Pittman for for a pick. I I still think the Jared Cook was a better catch, but whatever. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was over the entire franchise hey, of Carson, Denver. Carson Wentz was Whatever. throwing bombs. T.Y. is getting hey, to the end zone. And that's what we need to highlight, too, is is they when Wentz was warming up, they're like, oh, back-to-back games, he's throwing less than 200 yards. What does he do? 303 touchdowns. Come on, guys. Easy. Wentz is back. Now, one thing people were saying about this game was like, so their pass, I think it was three. What was their win streak? Was it three or four? I think it was. It was 30. They had 30, average 30 rushes a game, and it was like 160 rushing yards. This game, they only ran the ball 20 times. And it's the narrative, like, when we play the Bucks, do we just automatically think that we're not going to be able to run the ball? Like, understandable, but still. I mean, they, they were in the game. They should have won the game. They probably should have won the game, honestly, in my opinion. They, they were the better team, in my opinion, at home. They were the better team. This Brady and then the bunch made them make plays that just they ended up making. But, I mean, we got to stick to our guns at some point. I, I just don't – I didn't think – they, they almost did it, but I didn't think the shootout aspect of that, like let's get, let's get in the 30s with the Bucs and let's see if we can get this thing against Brady. I didn't like that. I thought it was going to be more of a grounded pound. Let's win this game 27-20, Under was a great bet, in my opinion, if you had the angle. But, I mean, hey, the, the coach thing they can do with anybody. Not, this, this is a loss where it's not too discouraging, if that makes sense. It's like, look, yeah. and it's to the very end. Well, I'm saying that with the under. That's a good miss. I'll take that. I'll take oh, I'll, I mean, that, week, this I'll is what they want to do today. I'll take uh-huh. it. It's like last week with the Saints and Eagles. Like, they want to score 70 I'll today. I'll take that out. I'll tell you. I'll take it. I mean, good, good one for the Bucs. Like I said last week, they're rolling at the right time. That's all I'll say. They're rolling at the right time. All right, Dolphins and Panthers in Miami. And I'll say this. The Dolphins win this one 33-10 over the Panthers. But I'll say this. Hey, Cam Newton, you're not that guy. You know who is? Jalen Waddle, 137 and a touchdown. Let's go, Dolphins. I mean, hey, Dolphins got the second second longest win streak in football going right now. Brian Flores looking like maybe worse, maybe worse than Urban Meyer, coaching-wise, not too long ago. Now he's got these boys back to 5-7. and seven. They were supposed to be one of the top two teams in the AFC East. It's good to see him playing well. I love seeing Jalen Waddle running around. He's going to be a problem for a long time, but that's a good though for the Dolphins. Let's go. How about Fucking the Patriots? Cam, but, uh, oh, yeah, we don't fuck, need to talk nah, that much talk about Cam. Cam. I mean, God damn it. five completions. He gets benched. Interceptions after interceptions. I'll and- say this. I'll, this is the last thing. Can you, can you get mad at Cam? I don't think I can. I've seen Cam play. That's kind of like me with Lamar. I can't get mad at them. I just kind of just like, come on. No, I was, I was mad at Lamar yesterday. <laughs> I was really mad at Lamar yesterday. For, I mean, I, I had units on the Ravens uh, over team total yesterday. Team total was like 24 and a half, 25 and a half maybe. We got four interceptions. Come on, Lamar. I was a little pissed at you, buddy. Uh, you know who I wasn't pissed at? Mac Jones. The Patriots hosting the Titans in a game where the Titans got to start showing some life, and they do the the absolute opposite of that. Patriots 36, Titans 13. Mac Jones is elite. 310 and two touchdowns. Yeah, Mac Jones, I mean, I've been really impressed with him every week, but the more and more I kind of watch this team closely, it's like, all right, I'm going to really tune into these Patriots game now because earlier on the season, I was kind of bored with this team. Not bored, but I just didn't think they would be that good, and mm-hmm. we'll check in for Mac Jones every now and again, but they're playing good football now, and Mac Jones has full control of that offense. You'll see Bill Belichick low-key, he gets sent out with like two or three plays every time. It's not a t- typical rookie offense where it's like, here's one play and one check. It's like, here's two, three plays, get me in the best play, Mac. And he does that every time. It's not like you're, he's checking to a 30-yard bomb. He's checking to a five-yard check down or maybe like a 10-yard dig or a comeback because you see single-man coverage. But it's still great checks for a rookie quarterback to make. You're in full control of that offense. He hasn't had that many great weapons. And it's, it's just also that great to see. I mean, you get an underneath 
on that underneath the touchdown to Kendrick Bourne. That was an underneath route, yep. and he just made, he turned it into yep. turned nothing into something. Um, and that's when you get playmakers that find each other like that, it works out. So it's a great win I for mean, the I, Patriots. I sound like any ESPN analyst, but they're doing what they did with Brady back in 01, 02, and 03. It's like here's a young quarterback who's in the right place, and I'm, he has a great defense behind him that we I think we all can say we completely slept on that defense. They're, they're looking like maybe the best defense in the league. I, they, they got something brewing. I don't think – I mean, they could really come out the AFC because I think the AFC – Although it's like evenly average or evenly above average, no one's that great. I mean, they're they're very much, I'll very tell you, much in the race. I saw a video of um, Rich Eisen talking about Mac Jones and the Patriots, and he said no one's going to say it, but Mac Jones is running this offense the same way or something like that or like uh, Tom Brady did. hundred percent. And we were like, holy shit! 100%. Like, is that real? So I'm, it's it's I'm eager to see what people think about that if that's something. You know, people want to think about is Mac Jones running the offense the same way as the GOAT. But we'll head to another divisional matchup. This is this time it's in the NFC East. And my, keep in mind what the score is when I say it. The Giants beat the Eagles 13-7. to That was well below the under. And that's another <laughs> divisional matchup under cash. Hey, hurts so good. How about hurts so bad? Four, three interceptions on a day, four turnovers for the Philadelphia Eagles. And that makes an easy win for my New York Giants. I'll say this. I, I need to ask on behalf of the whole Bird gang. Am I in the wrong here? I woke up Sunday morning. I looked at the lines. I saw that the Eagles were a three-and-a-half-point favorite going to MetLife, playing the Giants. Alpha, alpha two big wins. We're posting on social media. <laughs> we're getting on the radio a little excited. I mean, I've, I've never – Mike Missanelli wasn't too frustrated. It was an awkward week. I had a feeling there was an L coming. Then I saw the line. I put out to my to my people on my story, I said Giants money line today. I personally, I you couldn't – did. Bet, I saw it. I, I, couldn't, saw it. I couldn't bet it myself. Now, I'll say this: like this, that does not make me any less upset about the L. It just makes me—I I just knew kind of what was going to happen. I didn't think it was going to be like this. I mean, we get a bullshit touchdown on the one-handed on the ground as we're falling down, type of thing. Jalen Hurts gets a shotgun snap on the one-yard line with three seconds left, and when it's not there right away, we decide to try to make a spectacular pay, play. We throw a pick. Uh, Jalen Rager, um, two game-winning touchdowns, one off your helmet, and then one off both hands. Like it's. People in the city that were thinking we were going to make a playoff push or we were looking better to come, like it's not that. And the Giants did nothing special. Honestly, Jonathan Gannon, Nick Sirianni, good job on Gergaj's part. Great plan. I mean, if you want to tell me the Giants only scored 13 points and, and we lost, I, I'd be kind of dumbfounded. I yeah, mean, I mean, they should have the, scored at least two more touchdowns. Are you kidding? I mean, I can't, put, I can't put the finger at anyone. The coaching staff, I, that game is solely on both Jalen's, in my opinion. I mean, even Devontae Smith was – I mean, James Bradbury's a player, but he was winning sometimes. He was frustrated too because he wasn't getting the ball. And I think it's – I think Hurst was thinking, like, it's Bradbury over there. It's an automatic pro board. Like, I'm not going to look for him as much. But Devontae was winning like he was last week against Lattimore. It just showed – I hope you guys all see what this team really is. Because I was saying this in week three in a couple of L's that we were taking. And I was like, listen, guys, like, come back down to earth. This is what this team is. This is another loss where it's like I'm not too upset because it's just me going into the year. I had a feeling this is what the Eagles were going to be. And this – I mean – like, ah, uh, like it's just such an ugly law. I, it's not much. I, like, what did you guys do, Alex? Actually, like, what did you guys do? All I'm going to say what is, you, I, I, all I'm saying about Jalen Hurts is this proves the fact even more that he doesn't have the arm. Those interceptions were underthrown balls. They were deep <laughs> balls that were underthrown. <laughs> I mean, yeah, if you were going to, I mean, if, if those balls were on the money, like that McKinney pick was completely, underthrown. Completely understandable. That's 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 very true. Because on the McKinney pick, you have to miss that high and outside. He missed that low and inside. 
But then we won't talk about how he put two perfectly placed balls in Jalen Rager's fucking lap to win the game. Two of them. Like, in in a, in a span of three plays. Like, this is the Lamar Jackson thing. He'll take you out the game, but he'll put you right back in the position to win. Jalen Hurts, I mean, I think this was his 16th or 17th start, something in his 20th game. So, like, the rookie season shit's way over. He doesn't look like that guy. I'm still not buying. It just it, he has like an edge to him, right? It's like, all right, if we can have a team where we can just run the ball dominantly, we have one of the top defenses in the league, and we have a lot of weapons around him where we can get the ball out quick and we can make plays, then we have a team. But the team we have right now and the team we're gonna have for the next couple of years, Jalen Hurts is not that guy for us. Okay, over to Jacksonville. I love you, Jalen. Though I really do love you. I really do. Over to Jacksonville, Urban and T Law could not get the job done against the Falcons. My big play of the day. And the chalkboard was Falcons minus two, and they do just that. Falcons 21, Jaguars 14. How about how about our boy, Cordell Patterson? 182 touchdowns, baby. Let's go. Yeah. That's a wide receiver, not a running back. That's all I was going to have in this game was Cordell off the okay. ankle. I mean, like, we another one of the players throughout the season where it's just been one of my favorites off the ankle injury. I mean, how do you not – How do, only reason why I didn't bet Cordell Patterson because I don't know how. I don't know how to. I don't know whether the ticket is rushing oh, yeah. or receiving. I have no right, idea how. Exactly. I was just going to say I have that. no idea how to bet him, but – I mean, both these teams fucking stink. I mean, the, the Falcons have been winning some games recently. Good to see Arthur Smith coming from the Titans. His whole mantra was he he, he designed that run defense for Derrick Henry and all that. So we we're going to see a good running offense from the Falcons. And I think they had 156 yards rushing, which was their highest rushing uh, yards in a game this season, week 12. I mean, weird season for them. They suck too, but that's all I have in that shitty game. Good for you, though. Good for you, though. Good cash. Good yeah, cash, I, I was kind of scared of it for a little bit, but I'm like, the the spread was minus two. I'm like, really? I this yeah, is a bet that you just it's like it's a feel bet you just got to go for it if you get we it. went for it all right ne- into our our next game here with the same score as the last one the texans hosting the jets at in zach wilson's return and the jets get the win 21 to 14 they moved to three and eight uh one of the highlights of this game was zach wilson after all the the magic from mike white lightning and joe flacco maybe we should have put him back in the game there was an interception thrown off of a defender his own teammates back as we just have to say that. So I mean, it was... Zach it was, Wilson, are was, you that guy? It was You're pretty not. fucking stupid, too. I mean, he's running with the ball. He's at the line of scrimmage, and then he waits to throw it when his guy turns around. I'm pretty sure that was a fullback, if I'm not mistaken, uh, either. I mean, Zach, come on, boss. There's another one where both these teams fucking suck. Only reason why I really care about this game is because Tyrod Taylor is playing on the, on the one side, and I just absolutely love Tyrod. Not the greatest day from him, but, I mean, I guess, I guess it's good that... Post the Mike White Lightning win and Josh Johnson comes in, he doesn't play bad, and then Joe Flacco comes out, wins those for 202 touchdowns. It's like, all right, Zach Wilson, what can you have for us? And he gets us a win. Not pretty, but gets us a win. Good for Jet Nation. Jet Nation. Jet ETS. Jets, Jets, Jets. <laughs> all right, divisional matchup time. It was an under. Just so you know, it was an under. Broncos hosting the Chargers and a 28 to 13 win. Well, um, a lot of people probably, including myself, had Chargers money line, and I will say this too: Jared Cook had the catch of the week, in my opinion. It was almost like that DeAndre Hopkins when he's like this. Just, I mean, you're you're catching the ball over the entire franchise, and that that. How about the you got Moss segment that was on there? That should have been one. Um, and then this this Patrick Sertain uh, pick six, and you got Drew Locke on the sideline watching him run. He's like. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Good win. Good win for the Broncos. This is a, this is a game that honestly they should not have won. And it just goes to show in my end that the Chargers are frauds. They're frauds. I mean, the Chargers are frauds and the Broncos aren't as bad as we thought. The collapse wasn't as heavy as we thought. Yes, they took a couple of L's after they started off 3 0. But that, this, not a, this is a good. I mean, I, whoa. This is an all right team. They can do some things. Herbie, again, 
I remember week one. I don't even remember this at all, but week one they played the football team. And I and he threw a red zone pick. They ended up winning that game. He threw a red zone pick that should have lost in the game. And it was like, all right, here with these red zone picks, like you're a young guy, but these red zone picks are kind of costly. It's 21-7. They're the Chargers are driving in the end zone. The first pick to certains in the end zone. And then you see the tide start to turn a little bit. Teddy losing down the field. They score 28-7. Or no, no, no. It was 14-7 when he threw that first pick. They come on the field. Teddy scores. It's 21-7. I think it was the very next drive, one of the next shots after that. Pick six to thirteen, and this is not this is a, a theme with Herbert. He struggled in, in, in mile high. I mean, I mean, it's mile high, understandable. But you play these guys twice a year. You play them. You play there once a year. This is your second time there. But this can't be a continual narrative with you guys, especially with the expectations that the Chargers have. I mean, Austin Eckler, I love you, boss, but uh, help your guy out a little bit. I'm not yeah. too mad no, at Herbie. I got him on, my on the second. You know what I mean? Show. I'm not, I I'm not too you. mad at Herbie on the second one, but the first one, Herbie was pretty bad. I mean, the Chargers got to get together. The Broncos aren't that bad. I, what the fuck is this? this? Is another one of those games where just what the fuck is this? Like this is just, like, it's just not. If the Broncos were to win this game, I guess this is how it would go. It'd be absolute well, shit fest, it was, and it's just it's and it was ugly. The, it just, was the pass rate the offense. We yeah, got Herbert yeah. throwing the ball almost 50 times. We're just pass rate offense. Um, so let's head to America's Game of the Week on Fox. Uh, brother. This was our big over of the day. The Packers hosting the Rams. Odell's first touchdown in 420 days. But that does not mean a win that came for the Rams. And is this an overreaction? Can the Rams still miss the playoffs? Packers 36, Rams 28. I just, I, I really don't understand, right? So we get all these accusations, whole lot of expectations lose Robert Woods we are now seeing how big Robert Woods was when I was questioning when first start the year it was like I was saying like yo Robert Woods is the guy to look out for maybe he wasn't the guy maybe he wasn't the star but he was the engine in that motherfucking train that got that shit moving mm-hmm. you can obviously clearly see even it's affecting Cooper Cup even because he's not getting the same looks he was getting earlier on the season Matthew Stafford boss when you came from Detroit we specifically told you leave that Detroit football shit over there don't bring this to LA Dropping snaps, missing just wide open throws, bad picks. You look confused. Right. I, I mad like it, every, and you had a couple of good games on primetime when you first came to LA. And everyone's like, "Hey, this is the Matthew Stafford. You guys just didn't watch him. He That's was always true. this good." At now we got to see the bad Matthew Stafford. Very nice to see. Hey, Packers just getting dubs. I mean, it's not it's not pretty. This might be damn near the prettiest win. <laughs> no, the coach still it should it shouldn't have been an eight point game. They're lucky it was an eight point game. I I think there was a record that Matt Lafleur and Rodgers are eight and zero off a loss. Ask me why I bet the Rams after that. Seeing that stat, I just knew I automatically lost. They're moving and doing their thing. I don't think the Rams are gonna miss the playoffs. I mean, I think they could low key still win the their, their division. I think the Cardinals have a little bit of a collapse. Even though that's my team, I think they have a collapse yeah. in them when they get Kyler back and there's things they got to hash out as well. But I mean, it's just so alarming. Just we this, it went from like start of the season where it's like all right the Rams are there and then it's like oh, the, the Rams are here and then it's like oh well, the Rams are they'll be the Rams it's, it's a little concerning we'll see how they don't bet a bet against Aaron Rodgers uh on prime time um in Lambeau I just it's had not to highlight necessarily that. prime time but I call that a prime time game yeah I mean that's just that's America's game yeah, of the week, week so I mean and, and that's not uh, technically Technically speaking, that's not right. It's the 830 games. But, like, nah, I see that as a prime time yeah, game. Yeah. We're, we're America's game. Time, that's a big time we're game. We're Lambo. That is a big time game. Where's Matthew we're, Stafford? We're bringing the, the guys in the, in the summer degree weather. We're out to Lambo to freeze their asses off. Also, yeah, baby. Also, why do we 
we didn't come on man we gotta i mean la and green bay matthews like come on boss we gotta be better there we're gambling we gotta be a little better yeah that's the other thing i mean just don't battle against aaron Rodgers at home regardless of the uh of the from, of the, from the rams the angle, injury Stafford, Stafford was like nine and three off a of bye week they get a bye week and all that stuff going on you think it's a good back they lost two in a row but it, it's just a bad back. i took packers like literally right before the game started and they were like plus 105 i was surprised it's like alarming. i couldn't have got a, a better one you know, I, I thought, see, me personally looking at that line, I thought when they people saw the Packers were underdog, they were just going to hammer the Packers, and it was going to flip the spread. I thought I beat it. and uh, I, I, I thought I could maybe get, like, plus 125, like, plus 130. I'm surprised, like, I couldn't get anything better. But, all right, uh, over – we're kind of sticking with, with California here. The 49ers hosting the Vikings. The Vikings were, uh, after a big divisional game last week, I don't know why the 49ers were favored by three and a half in this game. But they covered that. Yeah, 49ers right. win this one 34. The Vikings 26. I'm very, very surprised at this. Hey, Kirk Cousins, I'm sorry, buddy. You're playing really good football, but you just it's not you can't fault. get the win. Him, Kirk Cousins playing really good football. The Jets playing really good football. Thielen's playing really good football. I was going to ask you, can you get your gritty on Thielen? Do you think you could? I mean, he the second touchdown he scores, he hits the gritty, and it's a lazy gritty. Like it's I a, could do that. But one. it's like, yeah, you got a little swag to you. Gonna, I also it like, looks good. It looks he, good. That's my fantasy guy. That's my flex wide receiver. So you know my team's fucking stacked. Okay. <laughs> All right, buddy. That was a great win, though. Nah, but I, I, just like this Niners team's confusing. But one thing that's crazy about them is like, so you think right? I think I said this before. We end up with the Niners. We end up always find these running backs that can just be productive, and it, and it becomes a thing where it's like, are these are we finding really good running back Shanahan, or are you just really good at making running backs look good, Shanahan? Elijah Mitchell was one of the running backs that he found that is just really good, and the fact sure. you can have him and Debo Samuel, like I was saying last week with Naeem Hines and Jonathan Taylor, have them do scat motions and be in the back at the same time, it's literally overpowered. Like Elijah Mitchell up the middle, a gap, a gap, a gap. Then you see Debo just go around the edge, twenty yard gain. He gets hurt, Debo. I was gonna say this. We need to figure out, like Debo. I, I understand you. You're you're strong. You can break tackles. One guy can't bring you down, but it's kind of like the Lamar effect. Like I know I can break all these tackles, but let me just chill because I'm running the ball. I'm catching it. Like I can't, I need to chill out on taking all these hits, boss. Like it's, watch him turn into our Cordell Patterson. Oh no, no, like, absolutely. Cordell Patterson crawled so he could walk. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Seriously though, but it's something to to keep note of. Um, and also people that probably wouldn't understand this either. Justin Jefferson actually threw the ball in that game. Yeah. Just yeah. I'm going to throw back that. to Dalvin Cook and Dalvin Cook came and scored the next play. He got hurt too. I don't know if you saw the injury. It looked like, it looked like he tore his knee apart. Then it comes out today. It's a dislocated shoulder. I'm, I'll take that. Cause when I initially thought I was like, still, we're still out indefinitely, but yeah, but it's still way better than what I thought. It was and we got to see, we didn't, I mean, we talked about the Panthers, but. CMC's out for the season. Oh my god! IR back on the IR. It's it, it, we're we're come on league. We're we're deteriorating our Thursday our night. I'm blaming Thursday night football. If he doesn't get hurt automatically on Thursday night football with a soft tissue injury, I don't think this is. It might be a reoccurring thing. You know the hamstrings lagging, trying to trying to recover. The hamstrings so the, lagging. So the ankles a little weak. Like we need to, we need Thursday night football. We need to rethink this. That's all I'm saying. And speaking of Thursday, our final three games of this slate. Thanksgiving. We hope you enjoyed your Thanksgiving. You met some met to see some family again. Maybe you talked to them about your your gambling addictions on hey. NFL football. That's okay. Talking about dimers or something. That's okay. Hey. hey, that's for that could be from us. That could be from <laughs> you know. It could be a number. It could be from from the Bears and Lions getting an under game that was everybody and their moms and dads and grandmothers and grandfathers should have had this under. Let's start with the Lions and the Bears to kick off our 12 a.m. or 12 p.m. slate on Thanksgiving. Lions 14, Bears 16 on a last uh, 
a last-second field goal by the Bears. The Lions had this game the entire way. We saw yeah, DeAndre yeah. Swift get hurt. I had him as a touchdown scorer. Injuries suck, guys, okay? That's all I was saying in this game. Injuries suck, and this is why we know that the Lions are 0-10 and 1. Sorry about the tie. It's because they can't close out games. Injuries suck. The Lions suck. I mean, the Bears suck. Ain't Dalton didn't look bad. Darnell Mooney. Love you, boss. Keeping yeah, it pushing and moving for the Mooney Gang. But besides that, I mean, this the Mooney Gang. This is a game where it's like, like the we TJ Hawkinson gets in the end zone, makes it fourteen thirteen, I believe, and it was like we are finally going to get one. We are finally going to get one. We can't close it out. Oh well, I, I if there was any like, come on, guys. We're at Thanksgiving Day. We're at Ford Field. We're driving, moving. We go fourteen thirteen, and we just can't close it out. Poor Lions fans. I, I mean, good for Matt Nagy though on Thanksgiving. He doesn't lose his job. Yeah, I mean, this facts, is a big win true. for him. I think it's not. It's not. Listen, Matt Nagy's not the guy. I, I just say that, but it's not. He's not the guy. But I mean, you're in a position where it's like, do I start Andy Dalton and win seven, eight games and mediocre? Or do I start Justin Fields and not deal with that right. noise? And I mean, he's in a tough spot to begin with, but. Uh, guys, two more things on this game. Number one, divisional matchup. Under. under. And number two, I'm going to talk about the under again. I don't know why this wasn't like the easiest bet of Thanksgiving. It's the Bears and the Lions. All you're doing when you take an under is, what is it's that simple. You're betting on the two teams not to score points. You're essentially saying, I have zero faith that these two teams are going to score points. Why was that not the easiest bet of the day? Sorry, let's move to our second uh, our 430 game, the Raiders uh, taking on the Cowboys in Dallas. And, wow, what an overtime win in this game. Just a weird loss for Dallas in a game that they really needed to win. And, well, not really so much because the Eagles had to win that one to kind of get within two or one, whatever the hell it was. That shit didn't matter. That it's, shit didn't matter. Whatever. That's why, that's why I knew we were going to lose because I hear talks like that. Hey, Dallas loses and we win. Well, they should have won this anyway, game. Anyway, on the fucking Dallas, I mean, we're seeing, like, full proof of, like, not. So Dallas has a great team. Great team, awesome team, top three team in the NFC, in my opinion. This is where depth comes into play, and it's so important. You lose a player here, you got a player out the COVID, and now you're in complete dogfights between like the Ra- like teams like the Raiders, losing to KC. You're in dogfights with teams you shouldn't be in dogfights with. <sighs> Dak's great. Tony Power takes one to the crib. He's great. Gallup has 100 yards. He's great. Like they, they have, they, they have great players. I just think that this whole problem with their depth on their defense and depth in the wide receiver position as well. I mean, you lose one, one wide receiver of that group when that whole group's together, one of the best in the league. But you lose one. I mean, Cedric Wilson, he's decent, but he's not that guy. Then besides that, I mean, we can't go any further than that. We really have nobody. Dalton Schultz. I mean, Dalton Schultz is our only guy. Blake Jarwin goes down. We only have one tight end. There's just no depth in this team. They'll continue to struggle with that. Very fucking good to see DJs getting busy on the first drive. Yep. Like, that's just, like, it, it, it's something to me, like, yeah, I think. Like, that's just the player should, he is. It should be an auto. Player, like, I think it. this should be an auto bet, though. When Deshaun Jackson scores, I don't think his team loses. I Like, I, I, oh, I, need, okay, I need to look at the stat in, like, the last five years. But I think when Deshaun Jackson scores, we need to be looking at the line for the team he plays. And as soon as it gets plus money, we need to hammer it. I don't, I don't remember any time I've seen Deshaun Jackson run free into the night, people staring at him. They free have, into they the night. They have not won that game. It happened this year in L.A. And it happened this year in Oakland. I'm just well, something to look out for. the other thing, too, is, is we, we've touched a lot on this, on the, on the ability of running the ball in the National Football League. Facts. And how underrated that is. And that's Manny's quote. Um. The Raiders ran the ball 35 times in this game. Love to see it. Like, that's when you're running the ball 15 more times Marcus Marietta, than your other team, then you have to kind of think, like, okay, we're chewing t- more clock off. Maybe we're running the ball so many times because we're running the ball well. Josh Jacobs is getting the ball 22 times. So 
he had to be running the ball good, right? But this is this, this is opening up everything else to this. That's why Deshaun Jackson scores. That's why Hunter right. Renfro's getting easy one on ones because they have to stack the wide receivers to run the ball so well. I mean, that's gotta be able to like, listen. The, the team you, the team you see will win the Super Bowl every year. They could run the ball and they could stop the run. It's how, it's just that. weird how like sloppy teams like the Raiders are just able to just get a scrappy rent, like win I love right it. there. It's it's wild how that happens. And we'll head to our final game of this wild week twelve. Our third game of Thanksgiving and our night game. And I'll be honest with you, this one was my over. And the Saints, after a big over game with the Eagles last week, don't do anything. The Bills stomp on the Saints 31-6. to Josh Allen, four touchdowns. You guys needed it. This was a statement game. I had Bills on the spread at minus 6.5. And, and you had to. That's why. it was. Be- I was backing the Bills. All I said, my write-up that I said, is I was like, these guys need a statement game. That's all it is. You guys have to win. You have to show that yourselves that you're still a powerhouse in this AFC. They did just that. No one's gonna say it. I don't think anyone said it yet. So I'll I'll be the one to say it. We need to talk to <laughs> I'll the, be the one to we say need it. to talk to the committee about this Thanksgiving football scheduling. What is the slate here? Yeah, yeah what, I'm with you, bro. What were we? That was terrible. I mean, okay, we understand we gotta have the lines on there, so we did the whole Detroit Chicago thing early in the day. That's fine. Well, and the Cowboys always play. Too. The Cowboys always play. Cool. So why isn't that game at night? Bills Saints night game. I would have taken. You know what? Colts Bucks night. Game I right would have taken Chicago Detroit night game over Bill Saints. I don't give a fuck about that. <laughs> I don't know. Bro. Like, come on. I would have. I would. I would take. Uh, I would have. I would have liked Steelers Bengals. Give us something. What the game. fuck is like? I did. I, did we? Who? Honest to God, who who was locked into this whole game? Once the spread bets over with, I actually bet the Saints plus twenty three and a half live in the fourth quarter, just <laughs> just because I'm like I need to keep watching this game. Like I have, like I need to keep watching it. I need to know what's going I need on. Something I need to something keep to keep in. to keep me <laughs> keep me in. Oh, it's funny. But it was good. another. I mean, it's, that's a big state win for the Bills. Josh Allen was doing things with his legs. He was making plays. I mean, Stephon Diggs. He, Beautiful route, Lattimore. I wouldn't even say he exposed Lattimore. I'm not even really mad at him. I don't know if you've seen the video, but he's yep. a, little, a little skip and a jump and, a, and it, he's wild open for the touchdown. Great run for the Bills. And our boy Dawson Knox with the two piece. Hey, who, who, someone had ish. There you go. Ish first touchdown, Dawson Knox. I know, I knew someone cast this someone game. Had it was definitely had to be yeah. fucking ish, but good to see the Bills trying to get their swagger back because I was a buyer. Then I'm, I'm, I'm kind of a seller right now. They're getting their swagger back. I mean, we'll see. We'll, this is another team we'll watch at the end of the this season. AFC division really like. I think that with the right AFC, now. it's like so with the NFC. And I was having a debate with my boy actually on Sunday, and I, I honestly I was wrong. I said the NFC was a better division than the AFC, which you can argue, but technically, technically it's wrong. The NFC is just really fucking top heavy. If you look like after the top four NFC teams, just but with the AFC, it's like. Our top four teams are okay, but then like five, six, seven, eight, nine are all six and five, I mean. seven and five, and they're good know. teams. Like, the whole AFC West is over five hundred. Like this, AFC is a good division, but it's not. Oh, they won't have the Super Bowl winner. They don't have the best team, but they have good teams. I'll say that. We got the Ravens up there, and then the Patriots. Where do the Titans go? Like I don't know. The, where, where do where any of these the Bills teams go? Do, it's just like the, the, Chiefs the AFC go? is just really scary. Do me. we even know what the Chiefs are still? Like we don't really know. Right. I mean, I didn't even say them right there. Like, I I literally just don't. The Bengals have a clue. are seven and four. Like, I the the AFC is really just freaking me out just because I don't know what to say but on that note that's gonna conclude our week 12 nfl reactions if you guys would like to follow us on our twitter page head over to at adet podcast on twitter and at adet pod on instagram our tiktok is just the name of the show um the facebook page obviously is the same as well we're gonna be going live on twitch which is just all the everyday show 
when we get back from Los Angeles, California, which <laughs> we got to pack up all this stuff in a matter of like an hour. We leave in five and, hours. And and we got to get to the airport at 5.30 a.m. tomorrow or 6 o'clock tomorrow morning and get on an eight-hour flight, connecting flight to get to Los Angeles. But 12, boy, are we excited. It's 12.15, boys. Yeah. To put things in context. Yeah, but boy, boy, are we excited to get to Los Angeles. This Auburn video is just about on its way to get out to you guys. And boy, is it a banger. We cannot wait to show you this side of us and what we do. And for you guys to see this content side and what's going to happen in, in Los Angeles. We got Clippers and Lakers on Friday night. We got plenty of tea party. Guys, I'm so excited for this. And this is just, you know, for me, it's it's showing me that this is the, the dreams are coming true and true every day. We really are investing uh, and, and, and re investing and reinvesting into that aspect of content creation. We're not that just doing correct. it behind the microphone. That's all it is. We're not doing it behind the microphone. Tell us about the YouTube, and then we got to get our asses to bed. So if you did make it to the very end of this YouTube video, I do appreciate you. One thing I will say before I get to the like, comment, subscribe, and all that bullshit, please, we did a video with Sanayax, and oh, yeah. she was a good, great good guest. Job. I mean, a trailblazer for the women community and gambling. If you did make it to the end of this video, please check that one out because I know you'll love it. But like, comment, subscribe, hit that notification bell. We're dropping content multiple times a week. You know who it is. The All the Everyday Show Boys signing off. That's right. Um, also, guys, I keep saying I'm going to do this for the every time at the end. Apple Podcasts, give me a five-star rating. Please, Fanny likes oh, it. Yo. I want it. I'll take it. You were listening to I the All the Everyday Show. The YouTube, guy, the YouTube guys are over here. I was looking over here. The YouTube guys are YouTube's right That's there. That's Fanny Ruffin. My That's name is Alex StreamYard. Jacobs. I don't know what to say, guys. StreamYard, YouTube, Spotify. I'm sorry. The only thing I can say before this ends is we're going to Los Angeles. Yeah. See you from there. Love you, boys. Yeah.